0: Welcome into Fantasy Unclean. I'm your host, Rich Fiddler, joined, as always, by Scott Robley. What's End up? End of story. Frodo's out sick this
1: week. Son of bitch.
0: Yep. So, oh, we're holding down the fort this week.
1: Yeah, he seemed perfectly fine yesterday when he was, uh, you know, playing video games on his screen, but no, today, he's sick, when yeah. he's gotta come in and actually do some real fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whatever. So, uh, yeah, no, he's got uh, herpes or something that's flaring up. So he's <laughs> out. Um, I think it's just in his throat, though, so that's why he can't actually uh, podcast. It hurts to talk right now. It hurts real bad to talk. I get it. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, so, he's out. So uh, uh,
0: there was some, some news today Yeah, uh, that came out. Uh, good old Julian Edelman. Julian. Uh, officially retired. Yeah. Uh knee injury from what I understand last year that put him down. Uh they were saying that he wasn't gonna be able to play a full sixteenth season.
1: I would not be surprised if he gets joins the New England uh Buccaneers. Right? <laughs> I mean, like everybody else is doing it and he's like, I right, I'll just peace out. I mean that's why I mean you noticed in his farewell uh uh thing he was he was just hammering the you know, uh, Foxborough forever or yeah. whatever it was like, he's, he's like, no, I'm definitely not going to do that. Definitely not going to do that until week four or five comes around and he's like, yeah, no, I'm going to do that. <laughs>
0: you never know. I mean, I, it would be the least surprising thing to happen to see Julian Edelman go down there and start right. playing with Gronk right. and Brady. So right.
1: it's going to be the 2000. What, uh, what was their last main big championship? 2018. Yeah, it's two thousand uh, 17, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. Uh, Patriots all over again. They just you know party on a boat now. Yup. So,
0: so I mean, good for him. I mean, it yeah. sucks that he literally had to go out because of a knee injury and can't play anymore.
1: That's honestly that's football though. Unfortunately. Yeah. It is. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, especially uh, li-
0: as a dude that is a smaller slot receiver who's known that got, got a hit fucking
1: tough. a lot. Oh my god. Yeah, no, he got uh, he got hammered. He's got some of the best highlight videos just because he gets fucking well,
0: hammered. Well, Andy played for a long time in that position when you could hit a receiver,
1: <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. what did he say? Uh, Eleven years? Twelve years? Twelve years in the yeah. in the league. So um, uh,
0: he took a lot of a lot of abuse in the middle of the yeah. field. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah, good career. Yeah. I mean, not uh, the greatest career by any means, but.
1: it'll be a little bit weird because he's probably a shoe in for the hall of fame. And, um, you know, and there are other guys that haven't gotten in yet that probably have much better stat lines than him. Yeah, It's just, he's from the dynasty. He's the last piece of that dynasty. And, um,
0: there's three people on the Patriots that you knew besides Bill Belichick. Right.
1: Right. And because of the way they run their organization and, um, also that Aaron Hernandez kid. Um, so, uh, but the, but the, uh, but the, yeah, no, they, they'll, uh, they'll be, uh, he'll, he'll get into the, uh, the Hall of Fame pretty easily. Um, and I think Heinz Ward, I saw Heinz Ward isn't in that. that. Yeah. Isn't in the, uh, and he has almost double every stat. Every stat, except he's got the same amount of, uh, Super Bowl MVPs. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that MVP actually came against the Seahawks. And so Feeling a little bit, you know, <laughs> you're uh, okay with him not being there. I am a because I like Heinz Ward, but you know, I don't like Heinz Ward, so <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, so uh, yeah, no, uh, Edelman, peace out, dude. Uh, I won't miss you too much, but you're, you're fun to watch. Yep,
0: all right. Well, uh, news from the past, since we haven't been on in a couple of weeks. Oh,
1: yeah, because we did the show uh, out of uh, our own end zone. Yep, last uh, week. Last week. So if you uh, if you didn't have a chance to catch that, it just came out today. Well, we're recording on the 12th. This will be out tomorrow on the uh, 13th, so it's out right now. Uh, that was a really good time hanging out with him and uh, going through those. Yep. Uh, so we did cover a little bit of... Sam Darnold news, yep. but, um, yeah, no, what do we got going on with him? Yeah, we're getting into that now.
0: Obviously, Sam Darnold has been traded to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, basically, everything that I've seen is that uh, Bridgewater will be parting ways, most yeah. likely. Yeah. Um, so, there will not be a competition there as to who is going to be starting for that team. It'll be Darnold. Uh-huh. Um, I, I honestly think it'll be good for Darnold. Uh, he's got a player there that he has a rapport with. Uh-huh. Um, so he's got, I mean, this is pr- honestly probably his
1: best One of the better. Group. Yeah.
0: And I mean, that's not even including the fact that he now has CMC as a, uh, oh shit, target. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. His bailout now is the best receiving uh, running back in the league. And and who have the Jets had for running back? I uh, The gauntlet. Besides Frank inf- Gore, yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet, Frank Gore, and that's it. Yeah, um, and I mean,
0: be- before him, who was their,
1: their running back? I mean, did uh, did Adam get? Um, did Adam Gicks actually uh, draft Darnold?
0: I don't know. Remember if I think he did? He I think came, he came in after. I think right? he came in after the draft. Yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, he came in after the draft of Sam Darnold.
1: Okay, so so. The, the poor kid, you know, landed landed with just the worst human being um, in the NFL. Um, and I, I include a lot of pretty terrible people in that. Um, uh, and uh, let's say that everything is true about Deshaun Watson. Adam Giggs is worse because he does all of that but to franchises and fan bases, <laughs> constantly molesting them and just forcing himself upon them. <laughs> um, without their consent. And that's, that's Adam.
0: And somehow gets away with it and her. somehow
1: skirts off and gets away with it, but he'll have his time. I'm sure of it. He'll get Cosby in the end. He'll <laughs> just, but, but you know, we don't, we don't know. So anyway, so, so Darnold has just been stuck with this just terrible human as uh, a Coke and a developer. And um, it, 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 of course he wasn't going to be successful underneath him because nobody was successful underneath him. Um, Ryan Tannehill left and you know, Became a contender every year yep. in Tennessee. Yep, uh, like right away. As soon no, as he, as soon took, as he over, took over, because yeah. he took over for Mariota, right? Yeah.
0: So he went into that job going, "Hey, I'm going to take this, knowing that there's a possibility that I might be able to get the starter." And now he's a top point. five
1: quarterback uh, in uh, fantasy. Yeah. Um, two years in a row now, and yeah. I, I safe bet for a third year. Mm-hmm. Um, so so. Uh, look, this is this is a good reset for Darnold. It's um, good for Matt Rule. Good for Matt Rule. He's got a, he's a defensive minded coach. Um, they are uh, they've got reasonable pieces. They've got draft capital to build around him and build the defense up. Um, uh, they have offensive weapons already, like we talked about. This is honestly a really good fit uh, for Darnold. I
0: this will show whether or not he is. Going to be able to make it as an NFL quarterback.
1: Yes, yes. And it's not quite a pass-fail. Um, I think they're going to give him a year or two to develop. Uh, because he's still got two years left, I think, on his rookie deal. I think so. Um, they have time to see what he's got. Um, mm-hmm. And if they don't end, you know, bottom of the league this next year, he's going to be playing again next year. Yeah. Um, I, so- know,
0: I, I know a lot of the big things that people have said that are negative about him and is, is he turns the ball over too often, which now given – that is not something you want your quarterback to be doing since they have the ball in their hands all the time. Right. But that also partially could have been the place he came from. I mean, when you have what he had around him and you had the line that he had around him. Yeah. And he's constantly panicking.
1: Yeah, who knows what his offensive, uh, uh, what his scheme was. Who knows what his... Uh, 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 who was calling the plays in his ear? Who knows? I mean, because he was a rookie quarterback, so he's not he's not changing the play yeah. too much on his note. He's not calling plays himself. Yeah. So, um, you know, who knows what he was working? He obviously when when coverage breaks down, it, it was difficult for him to find his targets right, and he would make dumb decisions. In those same those same plays, though, he had just as many that were miraculous. And if Patrick Mahomes makes these plays, uh, uh, it's a highlight reel for the rest of the year right. instead it's Sam Darnold on a losing team so yeah. uh, the guy's got the guy's got raw talent but it's raw so um on i think i think we can speak for Frodo here too that this is uh, we're pretty excited about this for Darnold i'm am i saying he's a top 10 quarterback next year no but is he a top 10 next year maybe um and if, if CMC is catching a ball from you you're going to be productive no matter what yeah so, i mean
0: honestly even if he turns into a player that's, I don't know, like Drew Brees. Yeah, Camara did a lot of Drew Brees' numbers. Yes, like,
1: yeah, he made a lot of that happen. Drew Brees for the last couple of years has not been a top ten fantasy quarterback, and uh, but he but he has top five assets all around him, and that's where I think we see Donald going. Yeah, um, except you've got, got two solid receivers,
0: ability. you've got a younger tight end, yep. but. Shows promise as well. Yep. You've got one of the best running backs in the league. I mean, this is a good spot for him to be compared to where he was. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy to see him going somewhere that he's getting a chance because I think that he has the possibility of still being a competent NFL quarterback.
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So we're pretty, we're pretty stoked about this. Um, so uh, you know, uh Panthers, uh good luck this next season. Uh it's a tough division you guys are in, so um got a little easier with Drew Brees leaving. huh. Uh but we'll see how that we'll see how that works out. We'll talk to the Saints here shortly. That's a good point. Who, who would you pick heads up for the season next year? Panthers or uh let's say Taysom Hill and the Saints. Probably,
0: probably still the Saints. Saints. But You've but it's, got the defense. You've got an offense with a lot of key players
1: still. And Sean Payton. And Sean Payton. And so, uh, by the way, let's talk about this for a fucking moment. So, what we got news today of is that Sean Payton and Bounty Gate is getting a movie. It's finally getting a movie. Have you heard about this? I
0: have not heard about oh this. Oh, my God.
1: So, Sean Payton, um, uh, you know, uh, in 2012... Uh, You guys probably remember uh, during the whole Bounty Gate situation, the defense coordinator and the head coach uh, had basically placed bounties on injuries to other players um, on uh, the opposing teams. And you'd get paid uh, if you broke somebody's leg or knocked somebody out of the game or uh, gave them a concussion or whatever. Um, And uh, not just you get a sack bonus, you know, um, but, but if you actually cause harm to the other person. So that's Bounty Gate. Netflix is uh, developing a movie for this, and um, they're taking that whole exciting um, premise, and they're going to focus on uh, Sean Payton coaching his uh, uh, sixth grader uh, on their uh, football team. So that's the piece of the story that they're going to focus on. They're going to so and and do you know who's going to play Sean Payton? I could give you 100 guesses, and you'll never get it. Kevin James. Kevin James is going to be Sean Payton in Bounty Gate. I I would have never have gone with Kevin nope. James. <laughs> nope. And uh, if I'd have given you the hint that it's being produced by Happy, uh, Happy Madison, you would have gotten it eventually because there's only, I don't know, 25 guys that he uses, but...
0: Interesting. So
1: they're turning it into a comedy. They're turning it into a comedy. This movie deserves Aaron Sorkin and Kevin Costner as Sean Payton, and it deserves um, Academy Awards, and it deserves uh, the, the, the investigation aspect, the NFL aspect, the actual bounty aspect, the football aspect. I mean, this has drama. It has intrigue. It has mystery. It has hatred. It has... Everything that you want for a good story. And
0: let's face it. What we really want from Happy Madison Productions Uh is Happy Gilmore 2.
1: Right. (laughs) And instead, we get fucking Sean Payton playing with the fucking middle school team. That's terrible. And whatever. I'm sorry. Paul Blart, fuck you, man. Like, (laughs) uh, this is not what you should be doing. Um, I'd honestly, I'd rather see Paul Blart 2 or 3 or 4. Than him doing this, I like Kevin James in everything, uh, but Paul Blart. Um, but this is just not. This story is so good, it needs to be done by HBO. Yeah, it needs, it needs to, be to be done, be done in with, a dramatic order. Yeah, yeah, it needs that Oliver would be. Stone. Uh, I
0: mean, that would make a really good movie, yeah. uh, especially as the scandal broke free and all that stuff, and you got all that. I mean, it would be a really interesting thing to have actually come out,
1: right? Right, and it, maybe
0: it will uh-huh. after he retires.
1: Yeah, maybe it will. Right, because he had to sell the rights to it. I'm sure, right? So, I think so. so he's not going to sell the rights to him being an asshole while he's still in charge, right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. This is this is not what we wanted. We wanted good, uh, uh, good drama, courtroom uh, drama, courtroom style drama. Um, and instead, we get uh, Paul Blart drawing up plays for a... Paul 12-year-old. Blart.
0: Uh, what is it? Uh, mole Cop? No, American. I was... Waterboy. Paul Blart, Waterboy yeah.
1: mix. Yep, yep. that's what we get. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll I, whatever. We'll see. It's on Netflix, so I'm going to watch it anyway. Um, but... Still, fuck you guys. All right, just all the, <laughs> fuck you all the way.
0: All right, so getting into our topics, we're gonna talk what we believe are the biggest moves of free agency and just before free agency happened.
1: Yeah, we've gone over a couple of weeks in the past here. Um, uh, we've gone over uh, all the main, uh, all the main things in more detail. Today is just sort of a recap of what's yeah. happened because we've done. Uh, it's it's been a long month of uh, 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 free agency and trades, and it's sort of hard to keep up with all of it and remember where everybody is at. I mean, I went through back this list and I and I kept going. Oh yeah, that happened. Oh right. yeah, that happened. Right. Um, and I do this for a living, so um, it's uh, it's been a fun off season. It's been a lot of moves, uh, mostly on the wide receiver side. Yep. We started with the idea of putting together a top five at each position just to make you get give you guys a quick episode, and then it ended up being a top like, well, five-ish, and then it was, like, top five to ten is what we have at every position. Yeah. So
0: we'll start with the – let's start with the running backs.
1: Running backs, yeah. Um, In in no particular order. Yeah. We've Uh, got
0: uh, Tevin Coleman going to the Jets. Now, we all think that the Jets, at some point in the draft, are probably going to draft another running back. Yeah. They don't really have their bell cow, and I feel like with them – more than likely at this point, um, drafting Zach Wilson, that uh, they're going to draft a new running back with that yeah. and set up their new young offense.
1: I forget what this got. year. They've got uh, a pick at uh, obviously number two overall, and I feel like they've got a, yeah, uh, 23. From, um, from C, C, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then they draft again at the second pick of the second round. So right. So these guys They've have got have, a lot of capital early on in the draft. To, they're going to
1: end up with, I think, the number one or the number two running back. I think they're going to take quarterback and then running back. Could very well happen. Um, I think
0: it all depends. I think there's a possibility because they don't have a ton of wide receivers either. Right. So I think there's a possibility that maybe... Depending on who is there, if yeah. somebody fell a little ways that they really liked, maybe at that pick twenty three they take a a wide receiver. But yeah. nonetheless, Tevin Coleman going back to a, a coach that he knows in Robert, yeah, in yeah. Robert Sala. Now given he was the defensive coordinator, so
1: I want to say that their running game actually got no, their running game coordinator ended up in Seattle. It was their passing game coordinator right. that went out somewhere else. Um, Whatever. But, uh, yeah, so uh, that one, we don't know uh, how much we love it, but it, it's worth mentioning Tevin Coleman's over there now. Right. Um, Tevin Coleman has had moments in his career where he's been a top 10 back, um, uh, back when he was at, at the Falcons as the secondary back.
0: Yeah, he... and spots where you thought he was really going to break out and then didn't. Yep. Um, and then he had spots with the Niners. Yep. And came here and there. So, I mean, he may be a positional player as far as, like, Maybe a third down back. I uh, or we maybe just don't know just, to yeah. see with
1: the Jets yet. Right. Yeah. Um.
0: And if they don't draft anybody, I mean, he could be their starter.
1: Yeah. And uh, And and with all of the running backs here, it's important to know that the starting running back for any NFL team is worth starting in your fantasy football league, uh, even on a shitty team. Even on a shitty team. Yeah. Maybe even especially on a shitty team. Right. Uh, Philip Lindsay went to Houston. Um And Rick thinks that David Johnson is going to be the primary back. And I have a hard time saying, no, David Johnson's not going to be the primary back. But it's Philip Lindsay, and he's had moments of being great, Um, but he's also a small guy, and that's kind of dogged him a little bit. Yeah. Um, possibly I see him as most likely the being
0: the, what Duke Johnson was. Yeah. So, David Johnson will still have the primary back roles. And, I feel like they paid him fill kind of a, bit, a,
1: a bit of money, though. So...
0: Yeah, but they owed David Johnson a heck of a lot more.
1: That's true. Because That's they true.
0: took the contract from Arizona.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Marlon Mack resigned uh, in Indianapolis. Uh, it's it's worth mentioning, but uh, he's a depth piece he's at a, this point, right? He's he, a handcuff for, yeah, sure. He's a for good, sure. He's a good he's a good high end handcuff. Um, as Jonathan Taylor's got that role locked yeah. up. Kenyon Drake over in the Raiders. I I don't love this at all.
0: No, I mean honestly, I think it just hurts Josh Jacobs uh potential um he had some spots earlier on in last season where you thought that he was going to be a fantastic back all uh-huh. season top 3 maybe with the way he was playing and then towards the latter half of the year yeah he was uh getting split out yeah with uh booker
1: Right, right, and, right,
0: and in places where you would think that they would have had Josh Jacobs and they're playing Booker. So I don't know if there was some underlying injuries going on.
1: That could be, and maybe maybe that's what we're seeing, is that this is an insurance policy. Um, but I, it, it was uh, because it wasn't like uh, Josh Jacobs was getting you um, points on both volume and production right. versus some guys who just go in there and get you points on... Uh, on uh, uh, volume alone.
0: And early on in the season, he was getting a lot of passing work. Uh huh. And then the latter half of the season, a lot of that dropped off.
1: Yep. Yep. So
0: Mitch, I, Kenyon Drake can do both of those things as well. So
1: just not as well. Right. And so we don't, we don't understand because they paid him a contract. They gave him a good contract too. So I don't get this move by the Raiders. It doesn't make sense at all to me. Um, whatever Uh, this uh, this isn't this isn't a nod for Kenyon Drake this is a uh, Josh Jacobs got a hit here
0: yeah there's no way Josh Jacobs has the same amount of work that he did last year with Kenyon Drake getting that contract
1: nope nope
0: Uh, we got Aaron Jones next obviously I think like Scott said this was one of the biggest surprises that he saw coming this year because I don't think anybody really thought Aaron Jones was coming back
1: no no, uh, I I felt like he was he was moving on for sure, um, and just because uh, uh, Green Bay is notorious for not not signing their superstars. Well, that and I mean,
0: all of the moves that they made in the draft last year make no sense now whatsoever. Nope. You nope. you draft Jordan Love, you, you trade up to draft Jordan Love yep. in the first round. In the first round, when you have an MVP player.
1: And he proved it again. Again, a literal MVP player on the bank, <laughs> yeah. or on your uh, on your squad.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you you trade up, lose other picks to get a quarterback, even though you have statistically the best quarterback of the year. Huh. And then your next pick is AJ Dillon. Huh. Who towards the end of the year you started using a lot more, and it uh-huh. made everybody think, okay, yeah. Aaron Jones is gone. You've yep. got AJ Dillon now.
1: Yep. And and AJ Dillon, Dillon looked good. He didn't look Aaron Jones good, but he looked good for a rookie. Yeah. Um and for a giant tree of a man running down the field, he he did what he was supposed to do. Um so so And
0: then you re-sign Aaron Jones. It, it blows li- my it mind.
1: Makes no sense. Everything
0: everything Green Bay did last year was pointless. Basically. Yep, they're like, "You know, we don't want we don't
1: want a draft this year."
0: Yeah. Bye. Yeah. They're they're completely fine with NFC losing the NFC championship.
1: Right. And they lost and they, they left, uh, they lost their center because they, uh, it was a cap casualty. um, And so they let him walk um, and instead signed Aaron Jones. So Corey Lindsley went to Chargers who was, uh, I think the top rated center last year. um, And instead of re-signing him, they signed Aaron Jones, who was probably running really well because they had a top-of-the-line center. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember who they replaced him with, and but it's their, him.
0: And then the left tackle, Bakhtiari, yep. Um, yep. who had a pretty nasty injury. Hopefully, he's ready to go at the beginning of the season, but yep. will he be fully game-ready at that point? Right, right. And the, the so if you, you are, lose yeah. both your left tackle and your center for any portion of the year, yep. that's a... Huge issue.
1: Huge issue. Uh, this is uh, th- th- that organization is is a mess. It's um, like they they don't want to win. It's this draft is going to be really important for the for the future of Aaron Rodgers and this team. Yeah, um, they need to prove to him that they fully support him and they want him uh, out and there. And
0: every sign that I've seen so far points that to they don't fully support him.
1: Right. even going into this draft is this a is this a function of the uh, of it being a publicly owned team and so it's run by a board of directors not a gm i mean i mean maybe they've got a head of, they've got they've got a gm effectively a, yes. whatever a president of the board or something like that uh, who makes
0: most of the football decisions uh-huh,
1: but he does have to get the approval of the rest of the board and so I don't know how small of an approval he needs. Maybe Does does picking in the draft fall to a vote or is it all his decision? I don't know. But right. um, the organization is dysfunctional and it's showing. Yeah. Um, Mike Davis uh, went to the Falcons um, and this has probably the biggest ceiling uh, uh, as far as value goes yeah. uh, of where you're going to draft him versus where he could end up because he could end up as a top five back this year. Um, uh, And you're going to draft him way late. uh, Yeah. Maybe seventh, eighth round or later.
0: Yeah, you're going to be drafting him, and he could finish higher than guys you're drafting in the second round.
1: Uh, Pay attention to the draft this year, because if the Falcons grab another running back, maybe they put him in the, you know, uh, uh, they start splitting the load there. Um, But uh, Mike Davis ran really well replacing uh, CMC last year, um, and we expect him to do well again this year. Look, this is a high-powered offense. Say what you want about the organization; they put up points and yards. Yep. So, uh, uh, so Mike Davis is gonna be is gonna be big this year. Um, and if he does, if nobody else realizes it, and he does fall to the late rounds, I'm gonna grab every piece of him I can.
0: Well, that and I mean, you look at his play style. I mean, he can play similar to the way CMC played, similar to the way even more so that Devonta Freeman played. Right.
1: Right, cuz he's bigger.
0: Yeah. Right. So he can he can play that role where he can he can be a pass catching back, also run the ball up the middle for sure. So he could be a huge value for your for your team. Yeah. If you take a chance on him later because you know that he's not going to get drafted cuz everybody's going to see Mike Davis and go, "Nah."
1: Yeah. Yeah, because the name is not flashy, so yep. uh, that's where you're gonna that's where you're gonna get some get some love there. Uh, Chris Carson also re-signed with the Seahawks, which was like Aaron Jones a little bit surprising, not as surprising. Right, um, and uh, that's worth noting just because it's Chris Carson, and he'll be the lead back. He'll be the lead back uh, until Penny, he gets hurt. Penny has not been able to take the bat uh, the lead role. Um, they didn't resign Hyde. I don't think, well, maybe they do. Maybe they did no, keep Hyde. I don't think they did. No. Okay. So, uh, but they have D- D- DJ ja- Dallas as, uh, the rookie from last year. Cause they love drafting running backs. Um, I don't expect anything crazy. Uh, the, you're going to draft Chris Carson at his value. He's going to be a middle around two, maybe beginning around three Hyde's on the Jaguars now. Hyde's on the Jags. Okay. Yep. So, um,
0: uh, cause he's going to be backing up their yeah. Robinson. Yeah,
1: okay, okay. So I guess, finally, Gio Bernard?
0: Yeah, so he's going to be split in time with Leonard Fournette and... Uh... <laughs> Rojo. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Ronald Jones. Um, it, so it'll be interesting to see where he fits in. I mean, he yeah. was a backup for Bengals I mean, he had some, he's had some opportunities without mixing in there and didn't really do anything with it. So this literally might be a depth piece and possibly might not even be on the team come 53 man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, I, I I would be surprised. I would would be surprised if he finds a meaningful role this late in his career. Especially when you look
0: at the way that Rojo and Leonard Fournette were running at the end of the season. Right. Right. They both they had a really nice tag team going on between uh-huh. the two of them,
1: where Four, they could. Fournette came on in the postseason, man.
0: Yeah, and he's done it the last two years now. Yeah. But I mean, he's between the two of them when you can when you can rest one guy and still get good production at, have at, out of your back. out of your number two at the time. Yep. However, it is laid that's out That's
1: exactly what you want. Man. That's
0: what you want. I mean, yeah. y- you keep. A defense on their toes when you have both guys when you can play both guys like that.
1: Right, right. Ironically, the uh the Buccaneers uh are the first team in I forget how many years to retain all of their twenty-two starters. Um and the Patriots cycled through everybody on their team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just went through everybody. So yeah. So
0: everybody uh, that was that started the Super Bowl last year is back on the team
1: this year. Yep, yep. So uh, that's huge, huge consistency. Um, yeah. And it, so uh, it, and it sounds I'm getting I'm hearing different things about the post or the uh, preseason this year in terms of uh, the uh, the OTAs and whether they're going to be in person or not. Um, I, I'm I'm reading all sorts of different things here. Uh, the uh, the league is saying that it's going to be in person that it's not going to be a problem, but the players' union is saying that they don't want it to be in person, and right. so. Uh, player, we won't know. We won't know. The players' union is really strong. So. It might
0: be week of when people are supposed to report for OTAs before we know
1: anything, and everybody stays home. Yeah, that's when we find out that there is no OTA. So, uh, which will
0: be interesting to see how that affects preseason stuff and mm-hmm. for sure. so forth, and how people uh, come in ready for whether or not if yeah. there's no if there's no in person OTAs. Right. 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 Which, because, you know, OTAs technically are, if you look at what they actually listed as, they are voluntary. Right. But they are not They're voluntary. They're not voluntary.
1: So. So, uh, yeah. It, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, next up, let's uh, run through the tight ends real quick because there's not that many. Uh, the two big ones are Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry going to New England. Yeah. Uh, those, those they're are, looking
0: to control the middle of the field yeah, with those two guys. Yeah, uh, I and mean, they could do it with those two guys.
1: Yeah, they can. They can. It, it's going to be. It's. It's a. It's a good pickup for them. Um, what they're saying is, we want to. We want to. Uh, uh, we want to keep that middle of the field, be able to run the ball, be able to throw the ball, but we're not going to put. We're not going to stretch the field. Yeah, um, we're going to
0: give Cam Newton two big ass targets within 15 yards.
1: Yep. Yep, they're going to fix all of that uh, red zone problem that they had this last year where they just said, Cam Newton, take the ball. Cam Newton, take the ball. Cam Newton, take yep. the ball. Now they're going to give him... Now you
0: have now you have two very tall guys uh-huh. and you have a guy who's proven that he's a very good red zone target in Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Uh, and you have a speedster out there still with Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Along with the fact that Cam Newton can
1: still run the ball at any point in time. Cam Newton, the best red zone quarterback on the ground... That's ever been so with good running back still. Yep. I mean, they have they have a lot of potential mm-hmm. if
0: they can put it all together.
1: Yep. This this offense, honestly, this offense looks really fun to uh, draw up plays for. Um, it's got a lot of cool pieces. It's On paper, build. this
0: actually might be one of the better offenses the Patriots have had in
1: quite a few years right. now. The, the the entire season here is gonna hinge, of course, on Cam Newton and right. which one shows up. Um my Obviously
0: there's a large difference between Cam Newton and Tom Brady. Uh-huh. But when you surround them with four or five different targets of this quality, now given Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, not the they're number A-list. Yeah, they're not right. A-list guys, but they're guys that can get stuff done. Right, right. So and when you have guys like Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, whether they're split in time or if they're both on the field a lot uh-huh. of the time, this could be a really put like a real one, two hit as far as your tight ends with your wide receivers.
1: Yeah. It, it, all joking aside, you know, back when uh, the Patriots built the program on two tight ends and, yeah. um, uh, and, and they, they played so effectively together. Um, and, But, but if, so if they're going back to the basics and they're going to start running those plays again, start trying to build that type of an offense again, they're going to be successful. Um, and, uh, it, it hinges on cam Newton. As far as tight ends go, I expect one of these guys to be a top 10 tight end easily. I don't know which one. And I, yeah. I, I, uh, especially since they both-, both of them end up, the top because tight ends sucks so hard.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they both hold up because they've kind of had injury issues mm-hmm. in the last year or two. Yeah. um, So it'll be interesting to see if they can both play the entire season. Sure. Because obviously if one of them goes down, the other one's taking a boatload of work.
1: Right. Right. So...
0: Oh, uh, so we got Nick Vanette uh, going to the Saints. Uh, really, I mean, the only reason we're even bringing it up is because now he's basically going to be, as far as I know, the primary tight end.
1: Yeah. Now that Jared Cook's gone.
0: Yeah. Um, so and
1: uh, Vanette coming from the Seahawks, he didn't do great over at the Seahawks, but the Seahawks had sort of a, they the Seahawks have been misplaying their uh, tight ends forever. Um, they they just. They can't seem to get their shit together when it comes to that. Um, they had Jimmy Graham in there forever, and then waited until the final season to uh, actually do anything with him. Yeah. Um, so and,
0: and then it was kind of it's kind of like a tight end carousel because yeah. you had Hunter Henry go to the Patriots. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You had Nick Van Ant move, and you had Jared Cook go to the Chargers. Right. So Jared Cook, I mean, could be could be good. Jared Cook, man, is a I... Guy thought he that would I, be better with Drew Brees than he ever was. I,
1: I, I really... I thought that that was going to be a great fit. I really thought that was going to be a great fit, and I just, it didn't end up working. Um, right. Uh, that's a guy that I believe... I, I don't know if it's... Uh, I, I don't know what, what side of the equation it is, whether it's talent, whether it's work ethic, worth, whether it's just bad luck. I don't... Maybe he's just not as good. I don't know. But he seems like he had all the pieces over in Oakland, and then... Uh, went to the Saints, where I thought that would have been the perfect fit because we all associate Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham as the greatest tight end receiver, um, and yet he was never able to du- duplicate it again, either of them. Drew Brees or Jimmy Graham or any other tight end that f- fit into the role at right. the Saints afterwards. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not expecting much out of Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette left the Seahawks, and then Gerald Everett goes to the Seahawks. Um, and this is only again important because at times the Seahawks uh, tight end has been productive. Well, so they they got rid.
0: Obviously, Greg Olson retired. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hollister left. Uh huh. Where is Hollister now? I, I don't, don't even, remember. I think he went.
1: I think he uh, went to the Patriots. Actually.
0: Okay. Um. So basically, you have Gerald Everett and Big Montana.
1: Yeah, Will Disley is. Uh, uh, he, uh he he's another guy that I fe- that I'm fearing is gonna go end up going the way of um Jared Cook, where he's got all of this talent, but doesn't seem to connect it up. I mean, he, his first two seasons were in, injure, Injury injuries uh, ended with injuries and then this last year he was healthy the entire season and didn't do anything. Hollister went to the Bills. Bills. So okay. that
0: could I mean that could possibly be a good place for him uh-huh. too. I uh-huh. mean um he showed sparks there not last year but the year before when Disley went out. Uh-huh. And then I don't know, Seattle just can't commit to one tight end
1: or one play style. <laughs> or one play so, style, that's
0: very true. Yeah. Um I don't know, so it could be good. I mean, Gerald Everett's a good tight end, yeah. so
1: uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Tight ends are always tough to to pin out, anyway. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: basically, you have your 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 top few, and then it's really a crapshoot as far as what you have from there um, with tight ends. You can have great weeks, and then you can have five weeks in a row where they get one, right. where they get one target—not even one catch, but they get one target in five weeks—and right. then they'll have a, a game where they have twelve targets. It's just really hard to to really tell anything when it comes to tight ends.
1: It's just impossible. So you just—I mean, you know—there's always going to be your top three guys, and then everybody else. Who's going to get it? That. that yeah. That if end?
0: you're if your tight end does not get regular targets
1: or red zone targets, right. They are not,
0: you, you can't trust them can't at trust any point. any of them. Yeah, yeah.
1: right, at that point. Yeah. Um, dude, okay, so a couple of things real quick. Uh, I don't remember what it is that made me think about it, but you were just kind of going through something. You said something that sparked my memory. You know what movie actually turned out to be really good that I forgot was really good? The Watch. It's the one where it's the Night Watch, uh, 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 the Neighborhood Watch yeah. uh, with Ben Stiller, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Um, and the alien invasion or whatever—that fucking movie is hilarious. Like, I went back and I watched it. Jonah Hill is unbelievably funny in that movie. Like, I, I, I couldn't remember. Like, Vince Vaughn is just his, you know, crazy self again. But yeah, uh, and Ben Stiller is really toned down, which is where I like him to be. Yeah. Um, and then Jonah Hill was just sort of this quiet sociopath, uh, friend, and uh, it was really funny. Really funny movie again. I recommend what, everybody go back and watch that one. What did I say that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know at all. All right, that's fair. If you if you could go back and watch one movie for the first time again, what would it be? First time again. Ooh, yeah. That's so a you, good one. You completely one. forget about it. I have mine in my head already, but you completely forget about it. okay, I'm gonna give you mine. Mine, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> because Tom Cruise's cameo in that oh, is the so most good. delightful thing yes. in the world, and so it's like losing your virginity all over again. Like you're so excited, you can't believe it's gonna happen, and then uh, it happened too fast. So, uh, no, that dude is bonkers funny in that movie.
0: I, I, well, I mean, and this is—I swear to
1: God—if you say Fast and the Furious, I'm no, gonna punch no, you in no, the no, dick.
0: No. no. Honestly, it would be something like Like the original Iron Man. Yeah. Okay. Because that came out of nowhere. Right, right. Or maybe even better yet, the hangover. Oh yeah. That movie That movie started rated R comedies. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fucking
1: Hilarious, yeah. That one was uh, th- that one it, it had a whole new different style of comedy to it yes. that we hadn't seen on the, sc- on the big screen at the time. Um, and again, uh, it had certain co- comedic actors. Um, why can't I think of uh, him Bradley Cooper? Uh, no, um, um, uh, Zach, Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is hilarious, and he's so, his like, if you guys ever. Get a chance. Go watch his comedy special. Um, but it's so it's so understated. Like his comedy in that movie, he's very toned down. It's like Will Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. One of some of my favorite stuff of his is where he's the secondary character, not the right. primary character. And that's where that's where this movie really takes it off, man. I love the hangout. That's a good call, man. Plus, Mike Tyson showing up out of nowhere and punching a guy in the Dude, face. That's absolutely. pretty awesome. Yeah, um, if
0: you ever want to see Zach Galifianakis at his best, yeah, before he got oh, big, yeah, out cold,
1: out cold. It's so good. It is it's so, so, good. <laughs> so good. Oh my god! And I don't remember who plays the lead character or the lead uh, uh, girl in that. But I've had a crush on her my entire Isn't it life. Tara Reid? No, not Tara Reid. No, Reed. Um, it's uh, one with talent. Um, my bad. <laughs> um, but uh, dude, that movie, Jason Lee, Zach Galifianakis, AJ Cook. Huh? A.J. Cook. A.J. Cook, um, who also was the starting tight end of the... No. Um, <laughs> the, uh, no, I guess uh, uh, that movie is so funny. Yes. Totally underrated. Almost nobody's seen it. Um, it's on Hulu right now, I think. Um, and it's so fucking funny. That's a really yes. good call, too. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a really good call. Really good call. Also, okay. One more movie thing. Sorry, now we're here. We're man. on movies. Right now, it's a, by we the get, way. By we the just way, change our podcast. We
0: are we we are football nerds, and we have been for quite
1: a few years now. We have been movie nerds for way longer. 100 percent. So, uh, I'm watching Speed yesterday. Okay, fucking the awesome original. Nerd. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, so good. So good. And um and Keanu Reeves plays a really cool LAPD cop. Um. His name is Jack something, Jack Tavin, I think, Officer Jack Tavin. Another, uh, Jack is typically short for Jonathan or John. I feel like there is some way to tie John Wick and Speed together. (laughs) Like, you start as an LAPD, like uh, a fucking cop that just gets burnt out from all this, you know, all these, all these Shitty ass terrorist trying to blow up buses and shit and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna start doing my own work. That's clearly where the <laughs> money is. He saw he saw Dennis Hopper do some weird ass cackling going off screen and he thought, all right, I could be a bad guy, but I could be a cool, like quiet bad guy. I won't kill like really good people, I'll just kill bad people, and it'll be fun. And then I'll have my dog and it'll it'll be a good time. And nothing will ever happen to the dog and I'll be happy forever. So uh I've got to figure out how to do it because I'm not good at, at uh, uh, what do they what do they call that uh, uh, AU writing, alternate universe writing. Um, but that would be really fun to pencil out the timeline. You start with of how of how you get from from speed skip, LAPD cop. skip. Skip speed to cruise control because you don't need that. Yeah, nobody needed that. <laughs> nobody that. Even Keanu Reeves, who wasn't making any money at the time, was like, nah, dog, that ain't for me. So so how do you get from Jack L.E.P.D. Officer to John Wick? And I want to see that movie. That, that, that'd be, a, right? good movie. It'd that's be a, a good movie. That's a whole new trilogy yeah. all on its own, man. I movie. would rather see that trilogy than any more John Wick the bad or thing is, is any like, more Matrix
0: because of the time you couldn't have keanu reeves playing that character
1: you yeah yeah you can
0: i think you can you, i mean you, you'd, you'd, have ha, to figure, you you'd figure it out it would be like <laughs> robert really de niro and the irishman yeah where they have like the young cg face on there
1: yeah y- you'd have to you'd just know that it was different and it would be weird but um or maybe what you could do is you could do john wick five which is uh two timelines And you have young John Wick and or young Jack Tavin uh, and, you know, older John Wick uh, on two separate timelines. And they lead together in the middle. And all of a sudden, there you go. You've got them. You've got the meeting. I I don't know. It's got it. It's there. It's there. Right. Like I was watching the movie and I heard his name and I went, oh, my God, it's John Wick. We just didn't know it at the time. So uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess we still have football to talk about. We do
0: have football. We have wide receivers to talk about. All right. So wide receivers. We have Will Fuller going to the Dolphins, mm-hmm. which I think is a good landing spot for him.
1: Yeah, I think they paid him a little bit too much, but it's Well, good, I mean, spot. It, it
0: really depends, though. I mean, if he's able to stretch the field mm-hmm. and, and be that deep threat on a regular basis and if Tua can develop the way Frodo believes he's going to. Right. Um... Really, I mean, it could be a really good landing spot for
1: him. It could be. It could be. Uh, As
0: long as his really good play was just not from PED stuff.
1: (laughs) Uh, Whoops. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's starting the season off with two-game hit.
0: I think it's a one-game hit. I think he had a five-game suspension, and four of those were at the end of the okay. season.
1: Okay, so that's not going to play too much into my draft spot at that point. No, um, if he's missing the first game of the season, I don't really care too much. If he's only missing the first two games, even I don't know that I care that much. Right. In terms of where I'm drafting him, um, but I still don't love it. It's gonna be it's that that's gonna be the tiebreaker between yeah. him and whoever else I'm looking at. Where did Corey Davis end up again? I do not remember. Corey Davis ended up uh, at uh, the Jets. Okay. So uh, so Corey Davis is over there. Again, just like Tevin Coleman, this one all matters on who they draft. Uh, As far as the quarterback goes, well, we think it's Zach Wilson. But uh, as far as uh, 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 are they going to grab another running back? Are they going to grab another wide receiver? Their high-end pick, is that going to be a wide receiver or a running back? Um, All of that matters. Corey Davis uh, has has the potential to shine there, though. Um, He absolutely does.
0: But it's one of those things, when you have an incumbent quarterback, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter who you have at wide receiver because that may not be their favorite target. Yeah, right. So even if you had a star receiver, they may not like to throw deep balls and they throw slot all the time
1: right right so how does Zach Wilson's play line up with Corey Davis's play I got right Um, and the rest of the offense that ends up coming out there
0: yeah I mean so now basically your your wide receivers for the Jets is actually fairly decent you've got Corey Davis you've got Keelan Cole Mm mm-hmm Jamison Crowder's returning, and then you got Denzel Mims, the rookie mm, from last Mims year. Mims
1: had a good year last year, good rookie year. We'll yeah, see. so can take a step. It'll
0: be interesting to see where this falls as mm-hmm. far as who becomes the target, who becomes the alpha on the team. Yeah. Uh, who's getting the, the lion's share of the targets, whether or not, yeah. if. It is indeed Zach Wilson if he's pushing the ball like he shows that he can.
1: Yeah, yeah. But
0: also if he can even develop as a – top-end NFL quarterback.
1: Right, right. And it's one thing to be able to push the ball down the field um, at BYU. Um, and then a whole other thing. Against when, weak coverages. Yeah, it's a whole other thing to push the ball downfield and get picked off three times in two games, and then you're terrified to throw the ball downfield again. And you're so, seeing ghosts, because I hear that's you're happened in, in,
0: there in New York.
1: Yeah, yeah. Apparently only when the Jets play, though. Um, so, uh, T.Y. Hilton... Uh, Stayed home. So did Juju. Uh, Both of those matter because both those guys are staying in the same system that they were in. Um, John Brown to the Raiders.
0: Uh, I mean, I don't know
1: how much I like this or not.
0: I don't know that it really helps or hurts anybody on the team. Yeah. But. Is he a speedster? Yeah, so he's going to be more in the rugs, in there with rugs. So I mean, Sitting it might opposite rugs. Yeah, it might take a few targets away from rugs, but rugs didn't really do anything
1: specifically last year. It'd be cool to see rugs get actually put into a little bit more of the slot position and let yeah. him let him miss some tackles and uh, or uh, make some people miss and then see what he can do. Open up his speed at that end. Yeah, go a little bit more the cheeta uh, uh, over in. Uh, Chiefs, um, Yeah, why are we doing this, man? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Go a little bit more that route where, yeah. yes, he can go get the deep ball, but a lot of Tyreek's looks are uh, the intermediate and short routes too. Um, and then he just makes it work. And then he just flows through them like water, man. Yeah. Um, because yeah.
0: he can go from zero to 101 step.
1: Yeah, so we'll see what uh, John Brown looks like. I don't know that we love this, but that's mostly I because I don't love. It's the Raiders. I don't love the Raiders. Yeah, I, I want to like the Raiders. Yeah, uh, or uh, how, how do I say this? I do love the Raiders, and I want them to su- be successful. I just they have. I've shown liked Derek
0: Carr for many years. Yep, but he's weirdly annoying with the way he shows up in some games yeah. and completely disappears in other games. Yep.
1: And I I honestly, I wonder if this is uh, more of a Gruden thing. And it very well could be. Where maybe he doesn't, uh, he's not calling plays like he should.
0: Since the moment Gruden has taken over, there there has been a constant talk of whether or not Derek Carr is the quarterback for that team.
1: Right, right.
0: We're three years in. Right. We're still having the same conversation. Uh Uh-huh. We had the same conversation with Mariota, and now he's back again. Right.
1: That was so, another weird move. I really, I didn't understand that one. Him staying there, like if I, if I, okay, if I'm the Bears, do I go for Andy Dalton or do I go for Mariota? Hundred percent, Mariota, right? There's way more
0: upside with Mariota than there is with right. Andy Dalton.
1: Right. The floor is Andy Dalton. Yes. And the clearly, up- you saw it. Yeah. You yeah. saw it with
0: he- the Cowboys. Yep. Dak threw for 500 yards,
1: three <laughs> games in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And then Andy Dalton comes in and blows up the season for everybody.
0: And got thrown to the ground for 500 yards. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't, I don't get that move by the bears, um, to sign him to a, I think it was a two year deal, 10 million a year or something. Let's like face that. it though.
0: The bears don't make good quarterback choices. They
1: don't, they don't. Uh, so, uh, I, I I guess I mean Andy Dalton, i guess we're we're here, so oh yeah. wait, no, we're uh, on wide receivers right now, so yeah. uh John Brown at the Raiders, uh, I don't know, keep an eye on it, but you you're not you're not super excited about it yet
0: the the one of the biggest and it all depends on injury and whatnot, and whether or not the quarterback play is good is yeah Kenny G going to the Giants
1: yeah and I I have really high hopes for this because I, I want, do too I want Daniel Jones to be a better quarterback and I just think that some of the pieces he was missing a lot of the pieces like say one of the best running backs in the game yeah and replacing that guy with Wayne gollman. Yeah. I mean, you just can't. So, okay. So now, uh, or and then Devontae Freeman uh, yeah. in the, in the le- last leg. Who clearly
0: didn't work either because he got
1: sat anyways. Yep. So, so uh, big hopes here for this one. Um, my hope is that, I haven't been reading too much about it, but my hope is that they're doing a lot of off-season training together.
0: Well, when you have Saquon, they're going to have to load the box. That mm-hmm. opens
1: up your receivers. So,
0: if Daniel Jones is worth anything as a quarterback, he should be able to get things done
1: with Kenny Galladay. Right. This is this is how he proves it. So yeah. the Giants are going to prove this is a maker to break it year for Daniel Jones. Yep. Uh, now that he's got uh, a full team in front of him and around him, um, I expect good things out of it. Uh, a couple of honorable mentions uh, going into the uh, wide receivers: um, AJ Green. Uh, to uh, uh, Arizona, Nelson Aguilar to the Pats, Kendrick Bourne to the Pats. Which we
0: talked about when we were yeah. talking about tight end stuff. Uh-huh.
1: So. And then Marvin Jones to the Jags. Again, Marvin Jones has been one of those guys where he shows up and then he disappears and he shows up and then he disappears. But for the most part, he's disappeared yeah. uh, for the last couple of He'll have a breakout
0: years. game where he'll have
1: 200 yards. And then we'll go, oh, my God, we got to start this guy next week because he's playing a terrible defense. And then he disappears. Yeah. For the rest of the year. Yeah. So, uh, but they moved around a little bit there. Gay Green's probably the most exciting for me just because that's the most exciting offense for me to see Kyler Murray take the next step uh, there. Um,
0: yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do with the team that they've kind of put together. I'm not really sure what they did as far as running back goes because they don't really have any depth now. Right, right. Um,
1: Maybe so, that's what they're going to target. In the, in the, and, and that in could the very well be true. Um, My hope for them is that they actually target offensive linemen. I it's supposed to be a pretty deep year uh, for the offensive line. and um, They need the help. They need the help. They need yeah. the help. They need to protect that little guy. There was
0: There was a huge difference in Kyler Murray before his shoulder got hurt.
1: Yes. I mean, obviously, yes.
0: it's tough to be a quarterback and have a – have a bum shoulder. And
1: the in the in the important thing for you guys is Kyler Murray was not designated with an injury nope. most of the year. And he played poorly because of that. Afterwards, we were told, Oh yeah, by the way, he's banged up. Yeah. Now that means that not everybody in your league is gonna know that. And so his ADP is gonna drop this year because people think that he started to slip at the end of the year, not knowing that he was injured. So uh, there's a chance there that he falls a little bit, and if he starts falling, I'm gonna grab him because that's a, that's the kind of quarterback that I'd like to pick up.
0: Fantasy wise, yeah. Same round. I don't care what, what round. Okay. So we're just saying same round. Who are you
1: drafting? Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray because Russell Wilson doesn't doesn't rush anymore. And, and that's a good point. And he's gonna he's gonna throw up more touchdowns. He's uh, every year. He seems like he's throwing more and more touchdowns. He throws between 35 and 40 touchdowns a year. And that's where most of the points come from. Um, but Kyler Murray has the ceiling of 35 touchdowns through the air, 30, 35 touchdowns through the year. But he's also got much higher floor of rushing. He's going to rush for 500 yards this And year. he'll
0: get some rushing touchdowns, And
1: too. he'll get some rushing touchdowns this Which year. Which
0: Russell Wilson clearly will not. He does not want to rush anywhere near the red zone.
1: Nope. He doesn't want to rush. Uh, he doesn't... Russell Wilson has moved beyond rushing downfield. He'll, huh. he'll get to the sticks if he needs to in the fourth quarter. Before that, though, he is going to scramble and he's yeah. going to dump the ball off. Yeah,
0: at most, he will... Unless there is just a wide open side of the field or the, whatever... He will scramble for a first down occasionally. He wants to throw the ball though. Yes, he he wants he he wants to cock back and send it to the moon.
1: Yep, yep. Um, by the way, that moon ball that he throws though, it's something I, beautiful. It really, I mean, it really yes. is, and it was
0: really, 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 really disappointing, even for me as a Niner fan, to not have that anymore. Mostly because I had Seattle players on my fantasy team.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: um, because I had Tyler Lockett all year. Yeah, and I played Tyler Lockett
1: all year. Yeah, because you can't not play Tyler Lockett in exactly.
0: Year. And after what week seven? Yeah, I don't think there was a single moonball after that that was completed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe one
1: or two, but yeah, there was probably one or two a game, but it was. Some of them weren't caught, and it, it didn't matter in terms of who it was going and to.
0: None of them were as pretty as they were in that first that, that, that first, first six strike. games. Yeah, first six or
1: seven games. That was that was that was a fun stretch. Uh, we'll see how the offense turns out this year, but yeah, no, I'm taking Kyler Murray uh, before I take Russell Wilson. Um, uh, quarterbacks, all right. Yeah. That's a good little transition there. Look Obviously, nice. to uh, prior
0: to uh, free agency, we had Carson Wentz being a big trade.
1: Yeah. Going Along to the with the
0: contract, which was everybody's talking point before that There's all happened. There's no way
1: he can get traded because right. his contract's so big. Right. And then he got traded.
0: And then Doug Peterson got fired. And so everybody thought that, okay, they're going to make it, make everything
1: work with Carson right. Wentz. Right. And Then Carson Wentz got traded. Right. Because that makes sense. Yeah. That's a dumpster fire over there. Not quite. It really The is, biggest, smelly dumpster fire, it's not, but, but it's it really, close. It really
0: is a dumpster fire. And... and on multiple facets, even after both of them left, the t- left the team. Yeah, you've got a new coach, and then all of a sudden they're talking about trading up to the number two pick to try and Tra- grab a new quarterback. Yeah, because they, they wanted they wanted Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, they have Jalen Hurts that they just drafted last year,
1: right. who showed up pretty well this last year on when when he needed to. Yeah, um, look, he's not he wasn't blowing anybody's mind, but he was if you give him a full off season give him an off season as the starter yeah. i think he could be a, a good potential
0: yeah so it that yeah again it's just a bad one moving back to carson wentz here we all in this room think that it's the best spot that he could have gone to
1: yeah and there is uh, uh there is a ton of value in this pick he's a little bit risky because he could end up being the carson wentz of 2020 yeah, which would suck for the Colts. It would suck for the Colts, but uh, in terms of uh, in terms of safe floor, I feel like this is a really safe floor for drafting a late round quarterback with a huge ceiling right. on there. So um, I I hope to have a couple of shares of Carson Wentz this year.
0: I have him in Dynasty. You got him in Dynasty. I was a
1: little nervous to have him
0: in Dynasty, and now but I'm you're I'm look, I'm looking forward to having him in Dynasty. In the hopes that he can turn into a
1: much better quarterback that right. I think he can be. Right, right. Uh, over in Washington, uh, they got Fitzmagic. Uh, we obviously love this dude. Again, um, he's a stopgap. He's a stopgap, though. Yeah, he's he's that fill-in piece. But God damn it, we love him. Yes, we do. Uh, he's gonna make some impact on that team. Um, you, you, you're gonna see as a starting quarterback for your fantasy league. You don't want him. Um, But you want the people that he's throwing to because he You may want
0: him, though, because there was a lot of weeks when he was with Miami that you wanted him. That's true. That's true. So. Uh,
1: Oh, right. And then they benched him. Um, Yeah. yeah, No, uh, this is uh, uh, that we like it. There's not much to say.
0: Yeah. I think it's a bump for Terry McLaurin at this point. Yes. That's the Um, primary
1: bump. Maybe even Antonio Gibson. Yeah, um, yeah. really. I mean, it
0: does. It opens up. It, it opens up the run game more having Fitzmagic back there
1: because he's going to... Because he's got such a strong arm. Yeah, he's going to push the ball. Yeah, for an old, old, old man. Yes. But he could still throw the ball like crazy because he didn't yeah. have a lot of Miley. Yeah.
0: And you know what? The, the best thing about it, and I will be looking forward to watching some Washington football team games. Yeah. Because he goes out there and he just makes the game fun.
1: He's better for the game. Yeah. For sure. The game is better to have him. Um and uh, so is Washington
0: when he comes out and does press conferences in glasses and fucking gold chains with yes. his shirt unbuttoned halfway down.
1: Yes, it's fucking hilarious. Just dripping with swag. Yeah, just dripping with swag. That's- so
0: nonetheless, we are happy that he will be a starter somewhere for at least a little while this year, so we can enjoy some more Fitz magic. You
1: know who I'm not happy as a starter? <laughs> Andy Dalton. <laughs> What the fuck? We already covered this. It doesn't the matter. Bears. But Andy, Andy Dalton. Fuck. The Bears. Fucking Bears. Jesus, man. Uh, Jared Goff. Got I mean, a in all
0: fairness, they really did try to upgrade their quarterback. <laughs>
1: right. They tried. really tried. Maybe they did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Trubisky was better than Dalton. Yeah. Uh, and who
0: knows? They may move up in the draft. We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the biggest quarterback trade uh, of the offseason so far though was uh Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. What if? What if they move up in the draft okay. and draft the next Trubisky <laughs> <laughs> Who's the next Trubisky? I don't know. Mac Jones? No. Uh I I really don't, know, I don't who, know who it would be at this point. I don't know. I have
0: seen Mac Jones names being Labeled as the next Trubisky, Uh,
1: but we'll see. You know what's funny is I actually, I I like Zach Wilson a lot, but he's the guy that's out there that's got a lot of flash, and we don't quite know the substance. Mm -hmm. And he's going at number two overall in a pretty good QB class. Mm -hmm. Um, He's the guy that I think has the lowest floor of the top five quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I also think that he has the highest ceiling. Uh, so that one's a real roll of the dice. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, the big trade uh, uh, before free agency really started was Garrett Goff uh, and uh, the Rams. Uh, Rams sent Goff to uh, the Lions for Matt Stafford. Uh, we've talked about this one a bunch, so we don't need to get into this one. But we really like the Matt Stafford deal.
0: And um, nobody likes Jared Goff. And, and the nobody Lions. likes
1: Garrett Goff um, or any of the Lions, especially for that his matter. defensive end now. Um, <laughs> rookers, rookers, rookers. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, that got awkward. So, uh, yeah, you guys know what to do there. Uh, the Rams all got an upgrade. The Lions at best got uh, the exact same thing that they had last year. So, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: with less targets.
1: With less targets.
0: Uh, so we've got the still up in the air because nobody knows for sure what they're gonna do. Uh, Saints QBs. Yeah. It's either going to be Taysom Hill or it's going to be Jameis Winston.
1: Right. Taysom Hill, uh, our favorite non-quarterback quarterback. And uh, Jameis Winston, our favorite intercepting, interception throwing quarterback. The thing you know, which, I mean, again, this could all be different.
0: Jameis Winston, uh, since his 30 for 30, yeah, uh, had eye surgery for the first time. So, supposedly, he can actually see everything on the field now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe for whatever reason.
1: And I know this sounds ridiculous to people who actually have really good vision. Like, like I have very, very good vision naturally. I don't need glasses or anything like that. And everybody in my family needs glasses. Um, but, but you'd be surprised that what you don't know is wrong. Like my brother-in-law recently uh, uh, got put on his wife's insurance and he was like screw it i'll go in and get an eye exam i've never had one before i've got great vision but you know whatever it cost me 10 bucks and i get to go experience what an eye exam is he goes in and he finds out that he's got astigmatism and he needs glasses and then he puts on the glasses and he's like holy shit i didn't know i couldn't see right i mean like you'd be surprised at how functional you can be and how well you can read things and see things and not have perfect vision the brain is incredibly powerful right uh, so, you know what, this really could be, this could be, <laughs> honestly, this could be like unlocking the keys to the kingdom for him. Right. And, or he'll just see the player that picks him off True. better. I mean, that, so that could
0: very well be true. We'll, we'll see. Or he could just be seeing the game from the bench.
1: Let's not forget his hype, uh, his hype tape when he, you know, when he, uh, he went on some rant before the game uh last season or, no it was he was in the he was in tampa still so it was two seasons ago it was like before the game he goes on this this insane hype talk, hype speak. um you got to go look it up i don't remember the details now i want to say there's something about a hamburger um and it, it was he's insane like just crazy so. but nonetheless
0: even when he threw 30 interceptions he still threw the for the most yards that year
1: and and was a top 10 quarterback. Yeah. So, because he threw for the most yards. So if he's starting quarterback go, throwing to Michael Thomas, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty good starting him. And nobody's going to pick him up. Right. So, but we just don't know who's going to start. So, keep an eye on it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then again, again the same thing. The, the other thing is if it's if it is Taysom Hill and yeah. they have an entire offseason to work on this. Right. This could be a completely different team. This could be a team like the Panthers when they had Cam Newton. Yep,
1: yep, functioning Cam Newton
0: with CMC. CMC yep. was great with Cam Newton.
1: Great. So, so now, so now, if you've got the offensive weapon that is uh, uh, Taysom Hill, pair him up with Kamara, pair him up with Thomas, pair him up with the rest of this team, um, it's gonna be. You
0: could have a a very strong play action system uh-huh. with this team
1: and you just you never know where the ball is going to go right so uh they've got it, it could be an extremely exciting offense so we'll see we'll see what happens Um you, you can't count the Saints out part of me really wants to see Taysom Hill be the quarterback just so I can watch Frodo just cringe. so we can watch him just fucking melt down yeah yeah yeah, we'll see. I mean, honestly, we don't know exactly what's gonna happen with Taysom Hill in there, and because uh, uh, Alvin Kamara's value plummeted when uh, Taysom Hill uh, uh, was the starting quarterback. Now Frodo likes to say that it was because the uh, uh, because the goal line carriers were taken over by Hill, but it wasn't that. Taysom Hill just stopped throwing the ball to the running back, and mm-hmm. that's where Kamara gets all of his mm-hmm. his points is. Uh, 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 through seconds, so so if, if with the off season, can they install that into Taysom Hill's playbook? I hope so.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean that that is basically what has happened. Of any value.
1: That's your quick recap. Outside
0: yeah. of defensive positional change,
1: yeah. a lot of defensive changes too. I mean, there's some- and a lot of
0: offensive lineman movement mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So that'll change things up as far as run games go as well. Sure. Such as like we talked about with uh, Lindsley yep. uh, leaving Green Bay.
1: Yep, yep. Um, so uh, going over to the Chargers, you like uh, you like Herbert's options there. Now that he's got a, a, a starting, yeah. and uh-huh. you got Austin Eckler.
0: That's great for him. Uh-huh. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what really starts to play out. Hopefully we get a little bit of an off season this year where we are in a preseason where we can actually see some of this stuff ahead yeah. of time rather than the way it was last year where it was just, hey, here's week one. Yeah. Guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. That uh, The 2020 season was really fun to try and navigate in terms of who's starting who's not starting um how are the injuries playing out how are you going to deal with the fact that a team is on uh covid reserve how are you going to deal yep. with short-term ir now that that's a thing and i think that's actually staying at least IR. this year
0: i believe yeah and,
1: and I, I fucking love short I, I do too i think it's, it's great it's so much better for the league yeah um, you're
0: hey you know this player's out three weeks. Yep.
1: At least. Yep. It's safer for the player. It's safer for the coaches. It's safer for the teams. It's safer for us fantasy managers. They finally installed a rule that directly benefits us, guys. Like, this yeah. is a big deal. Like, they're really looking out for us this time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh,
0: hopefully you don't have players like Kenny Galladay who sit on, yeah, they should play. Yeah, they yeah they, he should play this week. And then they don't play, like, 12 of the 16 right. weeks.
1: Right. Right. Hey, remember in Harry Potter, um, the pensive. You remember what the pensive is? Yeah, okay. So it's the the bowl of jizz or whatever that you, you know, uh, put your thoughts into. And then you get to replay that memory. You get to jump into the memory and take a look around. Tell me that Dumbledore doesn't have a whole black, like, case full of all of his sexual encounters in there. Oh, for sure. So, he's just dropping in and being like, dude, that was a sick orgy back then. Like, that was amazing. Oh, Harry, check this out. Yeah. You know, this is when I put my leg up there. Go, oh, watch out. It gets a little bit squirty in here. So, then, um, and then all the other things that you can, I mean, that's just like, it's like Pornhub for your own encounters. Like, that would be really good for you because you don't remember a lot of your encounters. But so you can like go back and like see if you can see their wallet or something. Try and pick up a name or something. Oh, fuck. All right. We'll see you guys next week.